Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for November 2nd, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. This is part 45 of the overall series and part 17 of the life of David. I want to go back to the story we've been studying. It's the story of David and Goliath, a very famous story. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 41 to 47, and the title of today's message actually comes in the form of a question. We're going to close out the week this Friday morning with a question. Here's the question. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see yourself doing what God has called you to do for such a time as this? That's what we'll deal with on today. I'm excited about this message. I want to focus in on something that David said to Goliath. They, Goliath came out, talked a bunch of smack, but then this is what David said to him. He said, today, the Lord will conquer you. So first of all, he was saying, my confidence is not in me, my power, my ability, and my strength. My confidence is in God and the grace that he has placed on my life for such a time as this. The Lord is going to conquer you. And then he said, and I'm going to cut off your head. The Lord is going to win this battle, but I'm the one that he's going to use to do it. And I'm going to, I am going to cut off your head. Now think about this for a minute. Here you have a, a young boy, 17 years old saying, I'm going to cut your head off. He's dressed like a shepherd, right? He has a staff. He has a stick. He has a slingshot. He has a stone. And this giant is dressed like a soldier and he has armor and he has a shield and he has a sword. So here you have a soldier with a shield and a sword. Here you have a shepherd with a slingshot and a stone. And the, the shepherd with the slingshot and the stone says, I'm going to cut your head off. Now, you got to think about that for a minute. David didn't have a sword. Right. So if he didn't have a sword, how in the world he saying, I'm going to cut your head off. So obviously he saw himself using Goliath's sword to cut his own head off. And this is exactly what happened. As we get into the story, you're going to see that this is exactly what happened. You know what manifested? What David saw in his own mind. You know what manifested? What David said out of his own mouth. You're going to have what you say. You're going to have what you see. And, and, and so, but if you can't see it, you can't have it. So you must develop this ability to see yourself doing what God has called you to do for such a time as this. David killed Goliath and cut his head off. You know why? Because he saw it first. He saw it in his mind before anyone else saw it in the valley. And that's how it is with life. You must see it in your mind well before anyone else sees it in this world. You are called to change and impact this world. You are called to influence, uh, you, you know, to impact your sphere of influence. And you're called to do it for such a time as this, but you got to see yourself doing it First, your legs will never take you where your mind has never been it, it, because David saw it in his mind. His legs were able to to manifest. He was able to walk out what he saw. He was able to do what he said. He was able to manifest what God revealed in his heart by the grace of God. And God will do the same thing for you. But you have to see it first. The question this morning is, do you see it? Can you see it. So what does this mean to you today, this Friday morning, as we seek to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong? I'm actually going to give you a bunch of quick nuggets, right? I mean, I'm going to give you 11 quick nuggets this morning. I want you to open up your heart to what God is saying in this season for such a time as this. 11 things. Here we go. You ready? Number one, you must get to the point where you remove every artificial limit you've ever placed on your limitless God. Our God is a God of no limits. There's nothing he can't do. So 
since he lives in you, there's nothing you can't do, but you got to remove those limits. If you are limited, uh, if you have any limits or if you're limiting God, then there are artificial limits that you've placed on your limitless God. And it's time to remove those things. Number two, the father wants you to see yourself becoming the person you were born to be doing what you were born to do all for his glory. If you can see yourself doing it, then it's only a matter of time before it manifests in the earth. Number three, your capacity to believe it, it either opens up uh, your heart to it or watch this let me say it this way your capacity to believe either releases God to do it or restricts him from doing it you limit God by your capacity to believe so if you fail to believe something then God you are limiting God from operating in your life for God to fully operate you must cooperate with him. So when you, when you believe it and you can see it, then you could, you're, you're positioning yourself to walk in it in this world. Number four, once God reveals his plans to you for your life, your part is to fully embrace the grace to become the man or the woman that God called you to be. You must embrace the grace to become what God revealed, but you must be able to see yourself doing it in the spirit. David saw himself cutting Goliath's head off. And that's why he was able to do it. He was only able to do it because he saw it. If he could never see it, then he could never be it. If he had never seen it, he would have never manifested it. Number five, you must see it to be it. Your legs will never take you. Like I said earlier, where your mind has never been. If you can't see it, you can't have it. So it's time for you to start opening up your heart to everything God planned so that you can see it, so that you can be it, so that you can manifest it, so that God can do it through you in this world. Number six, when you look in the mirror, I did a whole series last year on as Jesus is. You got to be able to look in the mirror and see yourself as Jesus is in this world. You got to be able to say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. When you look in the mirror, you got to see who God called you to be. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. When you look in the mirror and see who God called you to be, then you can do what God called you to do. Number seven, in the world, people's actions shape their identity. But in the kingdom of God, your identity actually shapes your actions. <laughs> so you have to know who you are first so that you can so that you can do what God has called you to do. You must know who you are. David knew who he was. And because he knew who he was, there was a whole army of Israelites who would not fight the giant. But because he knew who he was, although there was a whole army of trained men who would not go out there against a nine foot tall behemoth. You know what I'm saying? David said, no, I know who I am. And I don't have to look like anybody else. I don't have to dress like anybody else. I don't have to fake the funk. I don't have to put on Saul's armor. I don't have to try to fight with a sword. I'm going to be who God called me to be. I'm comfortable in my own identity. I am a shepherd. So I'm going to look like a shepherd. I know how to use a slingshot in a stone. So I'm going to use a slingshot in the stone. And then when I'm done with that, I'm going to take this joker's sword and I'm going to cut his own head off. And because he knew who he was, he was able to do what God called him to do. You must know who you are. Number eight, you are, look at me for a minute. You are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do, not by your power, but by God's unearned and amazing grace. You got to believe that the hand of God, the grace of God, the power of God, the anointing of God is on you. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. There's nothing you can't do. There's no, there's nothing you can't do. You got to get to the point where you believe what God believes about you. Number nine, when you are born again, your perspective of everything is supposed to change, especially your 
perspective of yourself. When you start looking at yourself through the lens of God, when you start believing what God believes about you, when you start seeing yourself the way God sees you, then there's nothing you can't do. All bets are off. All limits are gone because you are the man, the woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this. Number 10, when you see yourself the way God sees you, you don't get caught up in your past failures. You don't, you don't even see limits in your future. You just see the person, the man, the woman that God called you to be. You see yourself walking in your divine assignment. You see yourself leaving a mark in this world that will not be erased. You see yourself leaving an inheritance for your children and your children's children. You see yourself walking in a certain level to, that, to where God has made your name great because you were faithful when no one knew your name. God will elevate you and, and, and make your name great and put the spotlight, his spotlight on you and he will cause you to be seen and he will cause you to be heard and he will cause you to be acknowledged. Why? Because it is he, the father living in you. He's giving you the words and he's performing the work. So you're doing all that you do for his glory. You are here to make him famous, not yourself. You are here to glorify his name. Number 11. And finally, listen, I'm telling you, your life is going to change drastically. The day you believe what God believes about you, the day you get to the point where I, I'm convinced I'm not trying to convince God. God convinced me. I, I am convinced about what God called me to do. I, I'm convinced that I am who God says I am. I'm convinced that God sent me to this planet for such a time as this. I'm convinced that I was born when I was born uh, and where I was born because of why I was born. I'm convinced that God has a plan for me and that God's spirit is on. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm covered by the blood. I'm anointed by the spirit. I'm called according to God's work and plan and purpose for my life. I am who God says I am and I'm going to do what God says I can do in this world. Glory to God. Let's close this message out. I felt like preaching. I, I, let's close this message out this morning, this Friday morning, so that you can head into the weekend strong. I want you to say this over your life and say it from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me because I have finally arrived at the point where I believe what you believe about me. I am who you say I am. I can do what you say I can do. I am the person you birthed me to be. I walk in my divine assignment. Nothing and no one can stop me because I believe what you believe. I can see what you see. And since I can see it, it's only a matter of time before I be it. You reveal your plans to me. I behold your glory for my life. And I become what I behold. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply this and prosper. That's nothing you can't do. I don't care what's on your, on your calendar, on your agenda this morning. That's nothing you can't do. I don't care how big the, the meeting or the conversation or the activity is. There's nothing you can't do. God is sending you out there. You were not born to fail. You were born to win. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. You were born for such a time as this. You are grace for this. You got this thing. Why? Because God is the one who's willing to work through you. You decrease, he will increase, and everyone will notice. So listen, as you head into this day, 
as you head into this weekend, I want you to open up your heart to be who God called you to be for such a time as this. It's Friday morning. So on Friday mornings, I like to remind you that we have a podcast on iTunes. So search for Rick Pena or Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries and then download the podcast. You have an app on every app store. So search for Rick Pena or Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries and download the app. We have a website, todaysword.org and also our ministry website, ripministries.org. Listen, we do a lot overseas. If you want to partner with us to be a blessing to children, you want to be a blessing, uh, you want to sow into this ministry. If this ministry was a blessing to you, go to RIP Ministries, R-I-P-Ministries.org and, and sow a seed. Make a donation. Become a partner with us. And, and when you do, when you partner with us, the grace of God that is on us is also upon you. I send you into this day and I send you into this weekend to leave a mark in, in your sphere of influence that is not going to be easily erased. And then do me a favor, before you leave the screen, please share this message with someone that you know. Share this on your social media so that everyone everywhere can know about Jesus and can become who who God has called us to be. God bless you.